Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, everybody, and thank you for being here with me today. Today's chat will be about networking mistakes. But before I start, I will kindly ask you to subscribe to the podcast on the platform you're listening to. This way, every time we have a new episode, you will be notified. Thank you, and let's get the show started. In our interconnected world, globalized world, networking is crucial to growing as an individual and, of course, in your industry. And networking works, obviously, in two ways. Today's specific will be on personal one-on-one Uh, in the live world as opposed to online world, but certainly a lot of these mistakes also happen in the online world. Although for the online world, we will do another session somewhere down the track. So interacting and exchanging experiences with other people, ideas, concepts are fundamental to us broadening, broadening our horizons. So as job seekers, entrepreneurs, leaders, if you don't network what you're doing is you're missing out on a rich stream of new contacts and businesses that can drive uh, definitely profits, uh, relationships, increased understanding of the marketplace, especially, you know, in the current environment we're living in, and then also help refine and leverage the brand's messaging. That's your personal brand and, of course, the business brand or organizational brand. Uh, So this is, you know, this is not something that, is like another one of those things that, oh, should I or shouldn't I? I can tell you from my own experience, a lot of people that haven't got networks, what happens here is that, you know, plodding along, things happen, everything's comfortable, and then bang, you know, business goes down, i.e. last two and a half years with COVID with a lot of people, or they get retrenched at work, big problem, or they get reshuffled in a position, you know, and into a new position that they don't enjoy. If you haven't had the networks, the connections, and by networks, I mean connected networks, right? Then potentially you're left, you know, alone on an island, a bit like a lone wolf. So, in fact, I suggest you listen to the seventh episode of this podcast. The the title was The Importance of Networking and True Connections. And you'll learn a little bit more about how you can apply this specifically to your life. And in today's episode, we'll discuss the biggest networking mistakes and how to avoid them. So let's get started with the first mistake, and that one is not building real connections. You know, this is a common one, you know, so people want to obviously connect with people for the sake of connecting, uh, but the intention from the start is not a real connection. And you're going to have some of those in your database, um, your red hot red book regarding these connections that specifically, you know, that you can incorporate obviously as part of your whole strategy to, um, to leverage opportunities, business, personal, brand, etc. But also, if you're not going to have a circle of real connections there, especially for the opportunities that you're looking for down the track, then, you know, that's not going to have that much sort of um, pull. 
so in real connections is important from that perspective and by real connections of course it's human face-to-face -face connections as opposed to a connection on Facebook with somebody you've never met you've never spoken to and you have no interest of ever building a true relationship with so this is I think important and also will help sort of declutter your little red book because it will have obviously valuable real contacts in it as opposed to you know names or numbers that really just fill up detail the second most common mistake is making contract by some interest again you know you have no real intention long term to do anything with them but you could do that again for different reasons you know because remember image is perception and when you're talking about connections as well including on LinkedIn perception is just as important as the real thing I know this is going to sound a little bit paradoxical from what I mentioned earlier but yes you will have some connections that really you couldn't care less about right but depending who they are that can't just be anybody right so you know if it if, for instance if you had Richard Branson as a connection and Elon Musk right you know you might never have the opportunity or, or no even real interest to ever get to connect with them and do a deal with them or whatever but they actually look good as part of your connected networks so again that's a perception okay and that's where at times you know that might be intentional if it's intentional and you're doing it for that type of reason well then that's fine a common question for me is all right John I get a lot of um, invites on LinkedIn you know but I want to get really selective Look, again, it depends on the individual. Every individual, uh, it depends what your strategy is, you know, and then of course the tactics come after that. So I can't really answer that, but what I can say is this, okay? Stop being a snob, okay? This is very, very important because the snobbery element, a part of ego, okay, uh, is not gonna help you in reference to building real connections, okay? So this is just something to be really aware of. And how you do that, and by the way, I've been there as well. So it's not like I'm trying to sell you or, or sing you the gospel right now. The reality is, as I've said in my previous episodes, you have gotta be willing to make mistakes. I've made more than most people, okay? So I have no, you know, no hassle sharing that basically, yeah, I've done that as well. And, and that's why I'm also passionate about what has actually worked and what hasn't in my experience. The next most common mistake is you're not listening. This is important because listening is essential. Now, I was at a function last week. It was a great function. I was one of the speakers. And of course, what happens generally is if you're one of the speakers, after uh, the formalities of speaking are complete, people come up to you and there was a line wanted to speak to me. And there was a guy there that virtually did not read the cue in reference to when you meet a speaker at a networking event like this, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna hog all the time with them uh, and basically keep on telling them your story without listening back. And that's what he was doing. But at the, that evening, I was very polite to him, and of course I said, "Give me your contact details, and we'll have a conversation next week." So listening is essential here. Now the reason I listened to him is because he had a great story. Okay. He had a great story, but he didn't have the cues to know when to stop. At the same time, from his perspective, he wasn't listening to me. I had to tell him three times, just, you know, give me your contact details and uh, I'll come back to you. So this is very important. You know, if you want to make comments, judgments and so on, do it after you've listened. Because in most cases, 
Trust me, people have not listened. They might have heard it, but they didn't really listen. So how do I avoid that? Again, I mentioned in some of my past episodes about if relationships. Relationships are everything. Certainly, my style is a relational approach to business, to friendships, to you know my own family relationships. It's all about relational. So what that means is if you're serious about that, okay, then listening is essential and something that we can all do. The fourth networking mistake is letting the fear get the better of you. Now, this is a real interesting one. Um, if you're looking at a function again, or you know, a negotiation or whatever, that is part of, you met somebody at a networking function and then you meet them for a coffee or whatever, and then you start doing a deal with them to start negotiating or whatever, and you've got all these fears going on. And letting go of the fear, and we all have them by the way, is you know part of you becoming uh, authentic, right? From the perspective of, well, first of all, accepting that you've got the fear, but then letting the go is understanding that when you do that, okay, you, what you've got is an opportunity to get better at the networking, and at the same time, you have nothing to lose because what are you afraid of? Okay, the big one that happens specifically with networking though is you know big names, big speakers, big titles, all that sort of stuff, uh, but. Treat the person that you're networking with as a, just, you know, like yourself, like, like a normal human being that is there like you, okay, that hasn't got all the answers. Doesn't matter, you know, how many titles they got next to their name. The reality is they are just a normal human being with two arms, two legs, one head, okay, like you. Uh, so letting go of that, I think, is very, very important from the, you know, letting go from a, a fear perspective is very important. Otherwise, you're going to fumble, stumble, and not come across as the authentic you. Uh, so this is something that I found, of course, as a speaker on stage, the last thing I want is people to be nervous around me and at the same time feel that I'm more special than they are, because I'm not. That's the same thing for anyone and anyone that understands that and really wants to make a, a difference to people and people's lives, uh, this is, I think, a very important uh, way of being in reference to, look, forget it, I'm, there's nothing to be afraid of, you know? And if you stuff up, it doesn't really matter because you'll be alive to try again. And finally, the last uh, mistake is to show up only when you need something. So this is common. It's so common on LinkedIn, for instance. You know, you haven't had contact with somebody for a long time they contact you, that's great, fantastic, great, you know, great that we've connected. And then instantly, within 24 hours, they're asking you for something. Okay, so you haven't been in contact with me for five years, 10 years, and now I'm like your best friend, right? That's not how you network. Networking is about cultivating relationships, okay? And any experienced networker knows they can pick that. It happens, of course, as I said, on LinkedIn every day. You know, everyone's your best friend until, of course, you know, they ask you for something that really is unreasonable. I'm not saying don't ask, by the way. It's just that at times, if you're going to ask people for favors or you want something or you want them to help you, I hope, you know, you've done that first before you've actually asked. This is essential because if you haven't, then you're playing with, you know, I'm not saying don't ask, okay? Because as I said, sometimes, you know, you've got to live in the paradox from the point of view of some rules, just you throw them out the window. But I would prefer that at least you've had leverage from the perspective of at least you've done something in the past, conditional or unconditional, 
and now's the time to ask some sort of uh, favor back. How do I avoid a lot of this? Well, remember, in the market context, you know, there is, of course, an increasing connection, right? Okay. It is essential, though, to establish good and reliable network of contacts. And what's important about that is your inner circle. Who is your inner circle? You haven't got an inner circle. Well, you better create an inner circle. An inner circle normally rounds out to around six people. Okay, that's your inner circle. You know, it could be your lawyer, could be your accountant, um, could be your um, personal fitness coach, it could be your business coach, could be, you know, your image consultant, whatever. Okay, this is your inner circle, whoever you trust at that level. And generally, I'm not talking about family here. I'm talking about external that are going to have no emotional baggage associated with the relationship and of course can say something objectively a bit like in the mentoring relationship so communicating and establishing good relationships right are as crucial to placing yourself in the market by the way this is you know i'll keep on talking about relationships 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 but even for transactional and positional power people that might not have a lot of personal power okay relationships are still a key there okay because part of that you know, spider web of connections, okay, it's still a relationship, even if it's a transactional relationship, okay, so it's not like people that are just transactional have got no relationships, it's just different type of relationships. Networking is more than just meeting people, it's about, to remind you, making real connections. So real connections, though, don't mean, you know, you're going to have 5,000 Facebook friends, right, or 5,000 LinkedIn connections that's are real connections. No, 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 no. These are social connections with perception. Okay, the real connections will generally be your inner circle. Okay, and let's keep it simple. 50 people, 100 people, whatever. But it's going to be something around that level. It's not going to be something like thousands because you can't physically keep that many real connections at that level because you can't service them okay and think about this you know it's like what my grandmother used to say she used to say your real connections your real friendships are normally one hand um and what does that mean well it's manageable the moment you bring two hands and more as a you know as a, a metaphor then it becomes a lot harder to manage so how can you then have, you know, a thousand connections and call them real connections? No, they're mostly acquaintances, relationships from the past that might have known you or whatever, but they're not real connections, right? Unless, you know, you've built that, and it's just impossible to do that because um, simply you haven't got the time or energy to do that. Having said that, doesn't mean you can't be admired by a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand or whatever, right? But are they real connections? That's something that you've got to ask yourself so this is something to reflect on and how you would do this also is you know by making a list of all these connections a bit like a database and then if you like you can even give them a rating system you know with a b c etc okay one two three whatever whatever you choose just to get a sense where they sit in reference to this concept or real connection and of course then in re reference to power as well and how they uh, would would come in from a business point of view or a, a networking point of view, you know, so you can leverage opportunities. Uh, but of course, 
understanding how much power they have as well is also part of doing the analysis of the real connections that we normally do with our clients and then create of course a whole networking what we call is a database to build these connections and grow them look the final bit with networking that i want to add is this you've got to learn how to speak to strangers it's one of the most valuable skills there is and most people can't do that effectively why because fear comes in like we mentioned earlier but i want to leave it with that with this particular little story you know when you were and i think i've mentioned this in some of my previous podcasts but it doesn't matter it's worth mentioning you know when you were five and six okay mum might have said do not speak to strangers and she was right okay you were a little kid you needed you know safety and of course strangers were perceived as a danger but what happens with us as human beings because we all carry baggage we carry the past we carry you know subconscious messages from a long time ago that message now as an adult you know you're 25 35 45 55 whatever if you're carrying that story and you're afraid to speak to strangers what you're actually doing is self-sabotaging yourself to new opportunities and of course new opportunities open up new possibilities and having spoken about this many many times and with the entrepreneurial spirit you're going to need to have that mindset okay if you want to basically maximize you know some of your um, uh, possibilities that you want to create while you, your time on this earth and and this is, is something to reflect on so yeah if you need any help with that of course i'd love to share more with you if you're interested but bottom line i hope you got something out of today's chat i want to thank you all and as always you can also find me on social media my twitter is john underline michael my linkedin is john michael and you can find me as image group international on facebook i want to thank you all i look forward to next time and like always wishing you a great week cheers john michael's personal branding masterclass podcast is sponsored by image group international a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.